This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. On this episode, friends Bill and Haley of Primal Palette stop by to chat about life what it takes to manage their business, and how you can take a bite out of their latest big project. I'm really thrilled for today's episode. Bill and Haley of Primal Palette are two folks who I really consider to be true friends and mentors in this industry. Together, they've offered, uh, offered, they've offered and authored four (laughs) books. Uh, Most recent was Make It Paleo 2. They run a fabulous food blog that allows others in the paleo world to contribute. They've got an app, Cookie Dough, that you can purchase through Capello's and Really what I admire most, they found a way to juggle such great successes with a tremendous amount of grace. They post regular peeks into their real life via Instagram, which constantly works to inspire and provide support to people looking to pursue a healthier and tastier lifestyle. It seems like they've met or never met a stranger and are truly welcoming to all who cross their paths. So if you can't tell, I'm a big fan and I'm so thrilled to have you guys on the show today. Welcome. Thanks, Cassie. Yeah, thanks for having us. That was like the best intro ever. <laughs> oh, I love writing them. I really think that's one of my favorite parts about having a podcast is when I get to invite people I really care about on, I get to write them a little intro. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, so excited to have you here. I know you've got some major announcements, um, and you guys, I joke, I've joked before that, you know, for example, Bill, I feel like everything you touch, you've like mastered it. You're like a modern day renaissance man. <laughs> um, and the two of you, just your skill is unparalleled and recipes and your food photography and everything. And so everything you do, I've admired. And I'm so excited to tell folks what you're up to right now. Um, but just to cover our introduction bases, um, I really want, I'd love for you guys to tell listeners what you know, rewind the clock. I know it was a while ago, but what originally brought you to a paleo lifestyle? Um, and you can get as detailed as you want or not. Um, and then what first inspired you then to become kind of content creators in this field to start a blog and start putting some stuff out? Yeah. So, um, I, I was doing paleo first before I met Bill and I had really struggled with my weight for a long time, like ever since middle school. And, um, paleo was, when I came upon paleo, it was the first thing that I had ever done that really worked. And I was sort of able to heal my relationship with food through that. And, um, when I met Bill, um, I told him about it and he was really just like the first guy, friend, you know, whatever, who really supported me with it. So, um, and then when we started dating, we just made a commitment to eat this way together. And we started cooking meals together and taking pictures of it. And we just had a lot of fun. And then that's how we started. We got into starting a blog. Yeah, it's uh, sort of a special time for us. It's been exactly five years since we started our blog this week. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was a long weekend. We went to uh, the beach together, and we were cooking all these meals, and um, it was sort of like, well, we're here together. Like, let's you know, let's just eat paleo the whole time. And we were taking photos, and and sort of towards the end of the trip, it was like, wow, like we, you know, we should do something with this. And Haley said, well, why don't we start a blog? And I was like, I don't know anything about that, but sure, <laughs> let's just go for it. So yeah, I really didn't know what about blogging either. Like, I knew some people who had blogs, but I didn't really like get it. So I don't think either of us got it. But we started off with um, the Blogger platform, which is sort of part of Google. And, uh, you know, just trying to take it, you know, make it fun, but also sort of take it seriously from the beginning. And our first big break, which, you know, sort of never forget, is that we got featured on Mark's Daily Apple for Link Love. And five years ago, it's still probably a really huge deal, but five years ago before Paleo had blown up, like that was sort of, a community nucleus where people, everybody was on Mark's forums and Mark's website and getting featured on Link Love was a really big deal. So Yeah, I mean, that was before we had like a big Facebook following. It was before Instagram really got big and, um, you know, we just got so much web traffic that one day from Mark featuring us. We were so excited. Yeah, yeah. So it sort of took off from there. Um, you know, we kept kept doing the blogging thing and, you know, tried to get even more professional about it. And finally, um, in March, so it hadn't even been a full calendar year, we got an email from the folks at Victory Belt um, who have published Rob Wolf's book and Practical Paleo and, you know, a bunch of other really big titles. Um, but it really only been Rob's book at the time. They said, you yeah, know, would you guys like to write a book? And we were like, yeah, duh. Like, like <laughs> We dropped everything, you know. It was like we went into like you know, standby mode on all other aspects of life except for, you know, working on the book and, and uh, cranked out, you know, I think what is still one of the biggest paleo cookbooks out there. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, got it. That came out in the fall of 2011. And, and uh, you know, I guess the, you know, since then we've written three more. Um, this year we released the follow-up to the first book um, called Make a Paleo 2. And uh, that book is just so special to us because we had Haley's sister, Caitlin, join us on the project. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so Caitlin brought um, an interesting set of skills. She was trained as a sushi chef here in Pittsburgh, one of the only female sushi, sh sushi chefs in the city um, when she was doing it. And um, she's just sort of a fixture in the restaurant scene here, so she's done so many different aspects of, you know, seeing so many aspects of that industry. And she brought, you know, a really interesting eye to that project. So that sort of covers the last five years. <laughs> a lot, probably a lot of stuff in the middle that I left out, but um, it's been a, it's been an interesting sort of trip for us. And, and uh, the good news is, is that we still love it so much. Um, you know, when we set out, five years ago, just sort of a fun little blog that didn't have any sense of direction. It was, uh, you know, I don't think we could have predicted what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Isn't that funny how that happens? You just kind of have to, you just go ugly early. When I started my blog, just, a, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast before, but um, I had committed myself to posting, I was like, I'm going to post a whole menu 
with all the recipes for everything for a dinner or something every day. <laughs> so, oh my god! I I did that twice. It's <laughs> a lot of work. It was a lot of work, you know, and it's just amazing how things have evolved and you, you learn as you go. And for folks listening, I know we do have a lot of listeners who want to start a blog um, and maybe they're kind of at that beginning stage and afraid to press go, you know, just go for it. You'll, you'll learn, you'll learn as you work and things will just get better and better. Totally. We're still learning. <laughs> yeah. That's the advice I'd give to anyone wanting to start something, whether it's a blog or a cookbook. I mean, we've been asked so many times how you go about writing a book. And the honest answer that I give everyone is like, just start. Like, you know, you can't, you can't pitch a project you haven't done anything on. <laughs> you know, you got totally. to take those first few scary steps and, and you're probably going to need to redo whatever work you do at the beginning. I mean, that's the way all of our cookbooks go is that, even the recent ones. I mean, it's like you the first five or ten recipes you shoot, you, you you know, maybe haven't felt out the direction, the creative direction of the book. Or, you know, over the life of it, you take hundreds and thousands of photos. And then when you get to the end, it's sort of taken on a life of its own. You look at the stuff in the beginning and you go, oh, this doesn't match at all. So, mm -hmm. But it's true of any project. So, yeah, I mean, it's for anyone out there listening, trying to start a blog, just... Pick a platform that's simple and just start writing, you know, write from the heart, do things that, you know, that you would, you know, find interesting to read or learn about online and, and man, just have fun because that's, that's what it's all about. If you're not having fun, no one else is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's for darn sure. <laughs> that is for sure. That's great advice. Awesome. That was really great. And it's really obvious that you guys love what you do. It, it comes through in everything. Um, that you do touch. So moving on, because I'm really excited about this next, I'm excited about it all, but I'm really excited about this next piece. Um, I know, I correct me if I've got it wrong, but it was four years in the making and you guys just announced your brand new spice line. That's yes. correct. No, the four year part is Sort of correct. And I'll, I'll explain that. We had the idea four years ago and we started working on it and then it wasn't really going anywhere. So we kind of let it go for a couple of years. For like three of those years. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. that that's yeah. a part of the process. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair though, in those three years, we published a few books and we yeah. planned a wedding and... Probably did overhaul the site twice. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff in those <laughs> four years. So it, it was kind of like put on the back burner because it was really difficult. Like it was just really, we like weren't getting anywhere with it. And we were having a lot of trouble. And the reason it was so difficult was because we didn't want to skimp on quality. So it was really important to us that the quality of the spices that we are using in our product really met the standards of what we wanted to eat ourselves um, and what we thought our community would, would respond to. So, you know, that would be non-GMO, organic, non-irradiated, um, certified gluten-free. Um, you know, our spices are also made in a facility that's free of allergens from nuts so you know all of these things are like so important to us because we know you know quality means so much to us 
and spices they're you know they they are amazing for flavoring but when you think of things like garlic and oregano and um, ginger you know people use those things for healing purposes too so you really want them to be as good of quality as you can I mean gosh how many people in our community get the flu and they're like I'm taking all this oregano oil or they get a stomach ache and it's like give me all the ginger you know mm. so it's really it really was important to us that it reflected you know those standards that we really hold for you know the food that we eat so yeah and the, the flavor was a really big aspect too um you know, when we finally found the, you know, the co-packer that we're working with, they, they sent samples and we taste them. We're just blown away. We actually had to scale back specifically the garlic in our recipes because <laughs> they're so fresh that it was extremely potent. Like, yeah. like we made a blend how we would typically make it. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is like all garlic. So crazy. we really had to scale it back and it just sort of is crazy to think that, you know, you go to the grocery store and you buy organic spices and you don't even know that like, they're not really that fresh. They're not that fresh and the flavor has just totally died down. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I saw somewhat and throughout all this, you know, a trusted friend sent me an interesting sort of product recall for a, a spice company and it was like and this is like a trusted well-known brand and like mm -hmm. it they you know tout freshness and all this stuff and like the recall was for something that had been produced a year ago that was like just hitting shelves and it's oh, like no. yeah. this stuff is out there for a year like of course it's not going to be fresh so like the stuff that that we're doing which is so cool is it it basically gets bottled and gets sent to you and that's it it's not in like a warehouse or anything it's just so it's not sitting around yeah. it's it's really just something that and we you know just truth be told you know going through this process is something that we learned too like we had never really had super fresh spices until you know until we found you know the ones that we're sharing with people now so it's uh it's something to behold that's for sure that's awesome. I, I can't wait. You guys sent out, um, when I re when I first got a copy of Make It Paleo 2, you included a couple spices. Yeah. And that I... Was, that was sneaky. That <laughs> was brilliant um, because you got me addicted. <laughs> I, I have been rationing my adobo seasoning <laughs> since I received the oh, book. And nice. it's just, I mean, they're, they're incredible. I can't wait to taste the final product. Yeah, yeah um, the final product is head and shoulders above anything that we could have made in our own kitchen with, with stuff that you know you would just buy from the store. And I, you know, I don't, you know, I know a lot of people are gonna hear me say that, and they're gonna be like, "Well, I, you know, I've cooked my whole life. I, I know about ingredients, and I'm willing to go out on, you know, to stick my neck out and say, you know, you probably haven't tasted spices like these before." Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of, you know, and it's kind of like the first time people have real olive oil, you know, if someone's trying to think right. of a correlation. Exactly. You know, when you have olive oil off the you know, supermarket shelves, it's in the clear plastic bottle and who knows how long it's been sitting there and yeah. where it was harvested from. Blended with. Ugh. Exactly. Where, it, you know, sure, it's Italian, but really? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so, you know, when you taste real olive oil for the first time, like Cassandrinos is a good example. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it, it blows you away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tony's stuff is just so good. And it's, it's a, a very close correlation. It's, it's the same type of thing. You, you taste that for the first time and you go, oh, what have I been having all these years? <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Oh man, that's yeah. so exciting. I, um, you know, I think it's interesting the way products and what's available to consumers, the way the pendulum swings. I feel like we went from a lot of flavor back in our grandparents' days, you know, before things were, you know, marketing took over and um, just people were trying to cut corners and flavor went out the window and chicken all of a sudden doesn't taste like chicken anymore. And I feel like it's, we're getting ready to, ready to swing the other way with having things taste the way they're supposed to taste. And I really feel like you guys are leading the charge. So it's super exciting. Oh, I, w you. I wouldn't say we're leading the charge. I do. I'm saying it. <laughs> a lot of great people doing really good things. We're just trying to contribute. Yeah, but thank you. It's, You're it's welcome. I think in the world of, se I mean, in seasoning, for example, I think it's, I think it's a good thing to inspire um, and really open eyes, just like the olive oil does. Be more conscious about what you're buying. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, moving on to another question I've got. Between your, oh, and by the way, folks listening, if you want to buy their Primal Palette seasoning, I will link all of this stuff up into the show notes. So you can just go straight to the blog and you'll be able to see that in a short little bulleted uh, list at the top of it. Yeah, just just a quick note for what it actually, <laughs> what it oh, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've we've got like a little three pack of of blends. The adobo is in there. Adobo is a popular um, seasoning in Latin American cuisine. This is sort of our spin on it. We've we've added turmeric in there for turmeric's health benefits. Um, all three blends have um, mineral rich pink Himalayan salt in them, which is something that's a, a staple in our own kitchen and. We love its um, flavoring purposes or flavoring benefits there. Um, but so the three blends, they're like everyday cooking type blends. And it's sort of different than what you get in the grocery store where you have like a garam masala or a Chinese five spice, something that's like so meal specific. These are, have really broad, versatile flavors that yeah, you mean, can use on anything. Diane um, mixed the adobo into her primal kitchen foods mayo to make like a dip um yeah we've added some of the blends to olive oil for like an infused olive oil to dip like crackers in the um we've been eating the um the mission heirloom yucca crackers those are really those are cool by the way yeah. <laughs> um, cool. i haven't tried those yeah, yeah. so yeah. um you really can do so much with it like meatballs Vegetable seasoning, um, sautéed vegetables, grilled food, like just there's really just so much that you can do with all the blends. So, so that's, that's a nice, a nice part of it. They're really versatile. Yeah. I think for us, they were sort of born out of the idea that like, and it's, it's so funny because Diane Sanfilippo is always like, this is how we really, eat. It, it sort of occurred to us, you know, one day it's like, yeah, you know, cookbooks are great when you want to make something specific, but 95% of the time, we're just trying to get food on the table just to eat and, you know, get going and do something else. And that's where these blends really come in handy. It's like, you can put them on meat, vegetables, whatever. And Plus, I don't know about anyone else, but our spice cabinet is a disaster. I can never find anything uh, in there. Let's not bring that up. I hear you. <laughs> it's, 
it's a complete disaster. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to season this with? I can't find anything. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> I guess just salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just real quick, the other, the other offering that we have is a four-pack that we call the Healing Pack. And it's garlic, ginger, oregano, and turmeric. So it's it's sort of a cute cute name, but all four of those um, spices and herbs have health benefits. The, you know, they're anti-inflammatory. They're good for helping you fight colds. Good for you know all sorts of things. And we're of course not advising people eat our spices instead of seeing a doctor or anything like that. We need one of those fast-talking people to, to give the disclaimer. Sorry, this is not, not replace medical conditions. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. <laughs> we have one at the very beginning of this episode. Uh, You're yes. covered. Yeah, so listen to that. <laughs> but, um, you know, there are ingredients that we also try and incorporate in a lot of meals just because of the, the many health benefits that they have. So um, we have a th the three-pack, the four-pack, and we sell them together for a little discount. And... Uh, you know, we're thinking of expanding our offerings already in the fall for the fall and holiday season. But for right now, that's that's where we're starting. <laughs> it sounds great. I mean, really, I I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you how often I use my adobo seasoning. It's like you're saying it does. They're not one trick ponies. Um, those spice blends because I find ways to use the adobo on everything, especially eggs. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Chicken thighs too is such a good use for adobo. Like. It's just, that's our go-to. It's actually what we sort of had for lunch before coming on here. It's like, oh, we only have a little bit of time to make lunch. So it's like grilled chicken thighs with salt and adobo, done. You know, yeah, so easy. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of the work and vetting of resources and things that goes into into something like this it's i'm i'm really thrilled to have it as a resource personally and and i'm excited they're available to um really to our listeners and readers as well thank you yeah, yeah we're so excited about it it yeah. was a long time coming and we just we're really happy that it's out there can't wait for them to start shipping <laughs> yeah we can't wait for people to get them in their hands and be able to try them and you know so I get it. Very <laughs> that is exciting. I, I'm I'm thrilled for all the pictures you're gonna get on Instagram and folks just, you know, <laughs> loving on the spices. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, um I you know, I have a question because you guys you really do you do a lot and you do it well. Um and so, you know, like you said before, when it comes to blogging, blog about the things that you find interesting. And that's usually where a lot of my questions come from or the things that I'm curious about. Um, how I love asking folks that are really accomplished, you know, what are what are the methods that you employ to make it happen? You know, with all of all of the things that you've got going on and um, the work that you do, do you find that there's a certain habit that you guys have that really helps to support um, your tasks and goals, you know, like, are you a passionate list maker or do y'all just like to go with the flow? Um, what, what kind of, what methods do you guys use? To be honest, this sounds really corny, but having each other is probably the best thing for us or rather the company because like Bill is the workaholic and I'm the one that's like, Hmm, what can I not do She's today? This, yeah, he's <laughs> the super creative, barefoot, crunchy person in the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's like talking to the plants and the chickens while Bill's like on a business call or something. But um, in all honesty, you know, I mean, 
it, it, yeah, I've always been a procrastinator. So, um, having each other really helps because he's very driven. Like I have to tell him like, Hey, it's nine o'clock. Maybe we should turn the computer off or something, (laughs) you know? So that's really like, but making lists is probably one of the best things that you can do because Mm -hmm. like there's, you know, to sort of go back to the fact that Bill's kind of a workaholic. There's been so many, (laughs) there's been so many days that like, He's like, he's worked all day long and been like, I haven't gotten anything done. And I'm like, you did a million things. Make a list. Mm-hmm. And so he'll make a list and he'll check it off and he'll be like, wow, I feel like I got nothing done. But look at all these things that I did, you know. Yeah, so, it's a mind game. Um, but it's hard. It's hard when you're working for yourself and when you're working from home because, you know, you can just sit on the couch with the dog or <laughs> go mm-hmm. for a walk or you know, do, you know, go to Whole Foods for three hours or something, (sighs) you know, like there's so much that you can do that can sort of take you away from getting work done. So it it really has to be kind of structured. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that we've, and, you know, we've been doing this for five years. I think one of the things that we learned really in the last year or two is sort of the communication aspect and it, it goes hand in hand with being married. You know, it's like you communication is so important in relationships, whether it's a personal relationship or a business relationship, you know, we try and get out and walk several times a day and, and, uh, it's not always business when we talk, but you know, it's like, what do we have coming up? What are we doing? What do we need to be aware of? You know, what are the things on the horizon for us? And that actually really helps us flesh out you know, the dynamic of working together because, you know, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to it. I mean, the, the obvious benefits are that you have twice as many people handling things, but there's also the drawback of sometimes it's easier for things to fall through the cracks because you might assume that the other person would do it and then they don't. Like, did you see this email? Did you respond to this email? So the communication, you know, aspect was big. Um, when things get really heavy around here, like the last few months launching the spices, um, I, I rely on um, a project management software called Basecamp. It's a, I think it's free in some aspect and been using it for a few years now. And, and when I've really got, as you put it, when I've got a lot of spinning plates in the air, it's, um, it's good. You can make different lists and you can um, invite um, other people to collaborate on the projects like we have business partners and web developers and and consultants and all these different people and rather than having strings of emails all over the place like spaghetti it's you know it's, sometimes it's easier to track things in in project management software like Basecamp and I'm, I'm a big fan of that um, so that's one strategy that we've used um, that we've implemented this year um, there's probably a lot more that I could mention, but I think just sort of transparent communication for the two of us was really what helped us go from casual business owners to, you know, like actually running a business, you know? So it was, um, that's sort of where it all began. I, I think clear lines of communication and it's, you know, yes, we're married, but like, the same rings true for anyone doing a business and having consultants and colleagues trying to communicate projects. So just Absolutely. make sure you talk to people, talk, you know, 
Call them or email them. <laughs> yeah, communication is key. You know, I've recently, I'm kind of at the at a growing pain at this point. And my teams, we started off with a couple interns, Megan and Kelly, and they just blew me away over the last year and was fortunate enough to be able to bring them on um, as official, um, you know, members of Fed and Fit. And it, I'm amazed by how much together we can get done um, opposed to just what I can, I can do on my own. And I feel like I've got a little bit of both your personalities. <laughs> Sometimes uh, one shoulder angel wants me to sit down on the floor and just snuggle with Gus and the other one wants to get up and work until midnight. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, that's interesting. I think that, and even if you don't have another person to work with or a partner, you can always find, you know, a mentor or tell people about what you're doing and they'll, in a, in a way, just kind of like a new lifestyle change. If you're trying to adapt a grain-free lifestyle, tell folks and they'll help hold you accountable. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great way of looking at it. And, and just to, just to vamp on what you're saying, like for you having both personality types, I think that's so important as a business owner. Mm -hmm. You have to know when to go and you have to know when to stop. You can't, I mean, the all go thing does work. For some people, I mean, like, look at Diane. Like, Diane runs this amazing business, and she is just so organized and type A, and it's just something to behold, like, you know, watching her operate. But, you know, I, I feel so lucky that Haley and I are doing this together because, you know, I, I feel like that balance, just specifically for us, is just, it's been the best. You know, I, I'm so grateful to have a partner that, that helps me not work. <laughs> my fingers to the bone it's just I'll tell you that enough but thank you yeah. <laughs> sometimes I gotta be like hey pay attention to me and not the iMac get off your phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good though it's just part of that work-life balance and uh, you know we, we really hold the life part of work-life balance in high regard definitely so. That's yeah. awesome man that's great I'm I do I do consider you two mentors and and oh. lucky to have you as such. You. Lucky to have you as a mentee, I guess. <laughs> it's, <word. laughs> it's the word now. <laughs> Maybe or Mentos. Mentos. <laughs> no. The fresh maker. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can see it now. Primal Palette spices and then Primal Palette Mentos. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I don't want to spoil. I just spoiled the surprise, didn't I? <laughs> Terrible joke. I should not have. I shouldn't have gone there, but I did. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, man. Well, thank you, guys. You know, I think we're right at about 30 minutes. Um, is there anything else that we didn't touch on you guys like to share with share? I don't think so. No, that's really the big stuff right now. Um, that's it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> we've always got stuff in the hopper. Like, we definitely want to, we're definitely trying to make our website a little more user-friendly in the next, you know, few months. As you mentioned, you know, we invite anyone that wants to to come and, upload their own recipes and share them with the world and and I think we're gonna try and make the meal planning aspect more shareable on the website so that people can make meal plans and share them with family and friends so not really sure how that's gonna turn out yet but we've already done some beta testing and it looks pretty promising so awesome that sounds like a great tool yeah I just I think that's sort of the next you know the next place that we're going is just helping people you know our, our mission is always to help people find better recipes and eat healthy and make it easy for them. So, you know, the next sort of iteration of that for us is now that we've got all these great recipes, how do we make sharing them easier? So 
I don't know. It's just sort of like a, it sounds sort of vague, but um, yeah, now that the spices are sort of going, we're, we're going to be turning our attention back towards our website, which I think is a great resource for people and it's, it's all free and, and, uh, you know, hope that your listeners will come over and just, just check it out. No strings attached, no, you know, no hidden costs or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just all free. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really great. And we'll link to all of this stuff in the show notes, just to directly to their blog, where you can find their spices. Um, and we'll also link to your books, especially your most recent one. Great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you two so much for coming on today. I really enjoyed it. I know listeners are enjoying it. And uh, we will, this will, this is Monday. <laughs> the six, <laughs> the, the, this, yeah, that this is going live on. Um, so a lot of our listeners like to listen on Monday morning. So thank you for spending your Monday morning with us. Yeah, sorry everyone's back at work after a holiday weekend. That really stinks. <laughs> <laughs> By now, Gus should be recovering from uh, the fireworks. It's his uh, least, okay. second least favorite day of the year. New Year's Eve is his other. Oh, poor guy. Poor little baby. He When he was, I'll tell this short little story. When he was little, I took him. So I'm marrying a man from West Texas, which mm. translates into, you know, dove hunting while you're sitting on your back porch drinking a <laughs> crown and coke <laughs> <laughs> right. and uh we took gus out there when he was six months old you know so he was the size of a small lab and yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and he as soon as the shotgun started going off that poor little boy was terrified and so i think that that has scarred him for life because every time a car backfires somewhere in the distance oh. or there's fireworks. Cause we kind of live a little bit outside of San Antonio. We, if we lose him, I know I can find him hiding under my pants in the closet. Aww. Oh, poor guy. It's so sad. So, um, so sad. Charlie has recently become really scared of thunder. He wasn't when he was a puppy, but he learned it from my parents' dog, which yeah. is so sad. Oh, no. Yeah, we babysat him a lot this spring. Um, and he, you know, get thunderstorms. And he'd freak out. And then Charlie would freak out. They're <laughs> just like, you boneheads. Come on. It's kind of like when a baby or a little kid falls down. If you freak out, they're like, they start to cry. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I should panic right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Charlie. I love seeing him on social media. Well, anyways, okay. Thank you guys again so much for coming on. Really enjoyed it. And once again, listeners, you can find all of the links to all the awesome stuff in the show notes. Feel free to leave comments and questions um, that you have. And I'll see what I can forward on to Bill and Haley and see if we can't get anything answered. Um, I'm sure that you can always find them on social media as well. And we'll provide those links as well. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back again next week.